would you do if I sang out of tune? Would you stand up and walk out on me? Lend me your ears and I'll sing you a song and I'll try not to sing out of key. Oh, I get by with a little help from my friends. Mm, I get high with a little help from my friends. Oh, I'm gonna try with a little help from my friends. do I do when my love is away? Does it worry you to be alone? How do I feel by the end of the day? Are you sad because you're on your own? No, cause I get by with a little help from my friends. Ooh, I get high with a little help from my friends. Oh, I'm gonna try with a little help from my friends. Do you Yes, I'm certain that it happens all the time. What do you do when you turn out the light? I can't tell you, but I know it's mine. Oh, I get by with a little help from my friends. Mm, I get high with a little help from my friends. Oh, I'm going to try with a little help from my friends. Do you need? Awesome, awesome. And Dave Stanek, I saw you at the State Fair this week. You were really good. I said, I know that guy. You were up drumming away. It was fabulous. Yeah. <laughs> good morning, everybody. My name is Nancy Merritt, and I am honored to serve on your board of trustees. Welcome to everyone in the sanctuary this morning and to those who are joining us via streaming online. Our Sunday service is at 10 a.m. every Sunday morning, and you can watch our services anytime on demand or on our website or on YouTube. Flowers today are donated by Gretchen Stein and David Wedegren in celebration of their 12th wedding anniversary. Congratulations and thank you. The Women of Unity will host a free Circulation Day event tomorrow. I know we've all been getting ready for that, and there are opportunities to help set up tomorrow starting at 7 in the morning when it's nice and cool. And we need some able-bodied people. Um, we need to set up tents and some tables, so if you can do that and are available, that would really be appreciated. Sign up in the Garden Court if you can help, and congregants are welcome to do early bird shopping this afternoon. It's all free. That's awesome. 
And September brings many opportunities at Unity. Our monthly healing and wellness service starts is, returns on Tuesday, this Tuesday at 7 p.m. Reverend Tony is leading sound and silence and evening meditation on Wednesday evening. Reverend Pat's 10.30 a.m. Thursday book group begins this week, and you can join him to explore spiritual keys to aging well. The Unity Choir begins rehearsals on Thursday at 6.45, and if you're interested in joining the choir, please sign up in the Garden Court <laughs> with our new choir director, Rachel. Welcome. Our community picnic is next Sunday after the service, and our World Day of Prayer service will be Thursday evening the 14th. Everyone is invited also for a weekly study of the quest on Sunday mornings, pretty convenient, from 9 to 9.45, starting in two weeks on the 17th. Books are available in the bookstore. You'll find all these details in the bulletin on our website and our Facebook page or email newsletters during the week. So please now join Reverend Pat in our opening prayer. Join me in prayer. I invite you, if you would, just to go within for a moment, that place that only you can go, and take that deep breath with me. And today we are grateful, grateful for the opportunity to be together, to be together to celebrate love. On this Labor Day, we come together in gratitude for the gift of work and the opportunities that it brings. We thank you for the strength to labor and the ability to contribute to the betterment of our world. And we bless all of those that labor, giving thanks that they are indeed guided by that whole spirit, that Holy Spirit within. And to that, we say, thank you, God. Also, we are grateful, grateful for the opportunity to pray with those that have requested our prayers today. We hold each and every prayer request in this consciousness of love, in this consciousness of answered prayer. And together, we say, thank you, God. Together, thank you, God. One more time, thank you, God. And yet, one more time, thank you, God. Let's applaud this day, okay? Let's stand for our opening song. Nothing you can do that can't be done Nothing you can sing that can't be sung Nothing you can say but you can learn how to play the game It's easy There's nothing you can make that can't be made No one you can save that can't be saved Nothing you can do but you can learn how to be you in time It's easy
sound great. Most of you know all the music. I've noticed that. And that's why you sound so good. You were not even reading the lyrics from your page. And I thought, oh, this is going to be a fabulous morning already because you set the tone for it. Laurie's on a well-deserved day off today. So I, we've already welcomed Jordan Headland. Let's welcome him again, okay? And we don't have the fabulous Four this morning, we have the fabulous five this morning, and we are so great. We are so grateful. Wow. I just want to welcome you this morning. And I welcome those that are live streaming with us today. We're so grateful for you today that you've chosen to spend part of your day with us. And we know without a doubt that you have many, many choices. You know, unity is that opening and welcoming inclusive community. We teach practical teachings that help us to live meaningful, healthy, and prosperous lives. One of our core values here at Unity is that of welcoming. So my dear friends, we want to not only welcome you, but if you are here for the first time, our first time guest, we want to acknowledge you as well. Uh, if you have not been here for some time and you kind of feel like a first time guest, we want to acknowledge you as well. We invite you just to take your courage in your hand and raise your hand as I raise my hand. Courage, 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 courage. We got courage, 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 courage. Keep your hands up, please, until our ushers get to you. That packet of information you're receiving tells you a lot about Unity Minneapolis. There's a card in there if you choose to fill out any part of that card and turn that into our book desk. We have a gift for you. The rose is a gift from our congregation so that we can easily recognize you and give you that personal one-on-one -on -one welcome. Also, if you're with us online, if you are new or you feel like you are new online, there's a link to a contact, a contact card. And if you'll fill out that, someone from our staff will reach out to you as well. All of that's important, and yet one of the most important things that I say on this platform each and every Sunday morning is this. And that is, my dear friends, wherever you are in your spiritual journey, wherever that may be, you are welcome here. We welcome you, we bless you, and we behold the living presence of the divine within you. Let's appreciate these guests, okay? <laughs> Today is also the first Sunday of the month, so it's birthday and anniversary um, 
birthday and anniversary Sunday, and name tag Sunday. We invite you to wear a name tag as well. So my dear friends, if you have a birthday or an anniversary for the month of September, would you stand? We'd like to honor you. Wow, remain standing. Please. Wow. Please remain standing. Charles Fillmore has said that there's 12 powers, and he's assigned a power to each month. And for the month of September, he has assigned the power of order, order. <laughs> the, the disciple is James, James, the color is olive green, and order is your ability to organize, balance, and adjust. My life is balanced and in order, and all is well. Let's affirm that. My life is balanced and in order, and all is well. Let's appreciate these beautiful souls, okay? Thank you, and you may be seated. While I'm up here, I want to do a special shout-out for our decor team. Isn't this beautiful here behind us? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I want to thank our decor team as well. Let's affirm together our mission statement found in your order of service. This is our mission statement. Together, we are a vibrant, inclusive, prosperous spiritual community, inspiring and empowering full expression of the divine within through prayer, education, and service. Wow. Now, the settled in for the reading of the daily word. The daily word. We now move deeper into spirit with the reading of the daily word. You are invited to mentally add your prayers to our prayer box. After the service, the prayer box is located in the garden court, where you may add your written requests. You may also submit an online prayer request via our website. Your prayers are prayed with by our prayer ministry for seven days. And then they are forwarded to Silent Unity, where they are prayed with for another additional 30 days. The word for today is refresh. Honoring the divine presence within, I am refreshed. Stretching and yawning after a good sleep enjoying a brisk walk in the early morning, or sipping a refreshing drink after a workout or time in the sun, I feel refreshed. I move forward into my next activity with a renewed feeling of well-being, building upon and refreshing my knowledge may relieve me from thinking too much about my obligations. Spending time with a good book, revisiting a favorite passages from my favorite writing can give me relaxing mental pause. I find many opportunities to refresh 
my awareness that God, the divine presence, is within me wherever I am and whatever I'm doing. It takes only a moment to find God's presence. It's reflected in the people, in the animals I encounter, and the natural beauty that surrounds me. And scripture also tells us so that by God's will, I may come to you with joy and be refreshed by you in his company. As from Romans chapter 15, verse 32, the word for today, my friends, is refresh. I don't know about you all, but that brought moments back to me uh, from a long time ago. The times of, that we would just sit and sing. Just sit and sing. And the songs, the words, the melody would take us into a place 
of peace. So now I ask you to come with me to that place of peace. If you would, close your eyes, if that's comfortable for you. Take in some deep breaths. Refresh and let go. Let go of whatever you brought in with you that was niggly, fussing at you in the back of your head or your heart. And just let it go. Another deep breath. And with that, once again, say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. And allow that peace that passes all understanding to settle in and around you. Being aware of the connection that we have with each other. Whether here in person or coming through live stream, we are connected. We are one. So we take another deep breath. And we know that the energy that moves in and through us, that energy in which we live and move and have our being is love. Is love. For God is love. So take these words again, words from Mark Nepo, into that silent space with him. Despite our culture's overemphasis on doing, there is a rightful place and time to get things done. In truth, there is very little that we cannot do. Much of the time, we just either we lack either the ability to envision the dream that we hold or the confidence that we can build it. I remember early on how my grandma would tell me that my smallest dreams would come down through my hands into the world. She would say, see it here, pointing to my forehead. And then she would take both my little hands and say, now see it here. And then she would laugh and say, and soon it will be here. And with that, she would look around the room. It is an amazing thing about being human. We can feel something inside and then build it in our world. It seems we have the inborn ability to love and to create. At their deepest, these desires of spirit appear to be the same. For through her love, wasn't grandma creating me? Don't we help birth one another the instant we encourage each other to see with our hearts? Don't we help birth the world each time we give someone confidence to build what they see with their heart? Somehow, we are meant to wrestle the earth 
wood, clay, and marble into forms to seize the air. Notes, words, and color move them into signs. Aren't we meant to hold others, other breath, breathing questions like ourselves and shudder as we part and leave? I go on and on as if to declare that life is worth living. It makes me ask with joy, what shall we fall in love with tonight? Let us listen to that question in the silence. in their song, The Word. The Beatles say this, give the word a chance to say that the word is just the way. It's the word I'm thinking of and the only word is love. Say the word love. We're turning into this time and space with love.
Thank you, Rachel. As I look around, I think we're probably about 75 or 80 percent capacity. And I'm so grateful for that. I'm grateful that you're back in person. Thank you, Father, Mother, God. The other thing that I want to share with you, especially those of you that might not know, and we have a shuttle bus rather than driving through the parking lot 16,000 times looking for a place to park. You might want to just go directly to Courage Kenny, and a shuttle bus will get us there and it'll get you back as well. It makes parking easy as well. And also, those of you that are on the end of our pews, I know that you get here early, early, early. Those are your seats. I get that, okay? But when someone comes in late, I know that you occur to get up and allow them to come in as well. So let's just be aware of that. Okay? Okay, okay. Oh, my goodness gracious. As I look out here, my heart is open. It's just open this morning because I see so many people that I have not seen before. And I also see people that I have not seen in a very long time. So I truly welcome you back. I welcome you back. Uh, we have a phenomenal service each and every Sunday morning. The music, obviously, is always very good. And I'm glad that the Beatles brought you out, okay? So the Beatles brought you out. So let's begin at the beginning. During the wedding rehearsal, the groom approached the minister with an unusual offer. Look, I'll give you $100 if you'll change the wedding vows. When you get to me in the part where I'm to promise love, honor, and obey, and forsaking all others, I'd appreciate it if you'd just leave that part out. <laughs> he passed the minister the cash and walked away very satisfied. Let me just pause here for a moment. We don't do that in unity, okay? <laughs> Let me just pause here for a moment also that this language here in our wedding vows, I don't do that. I don't do that unless that couple obey, uh, 
just insist that it be there. And probably about 2% of the people I marry insist that it be there. And I just like love and honor and obey. Anyway, he, uh, I appreciate it if you just leave that part out. And he passed the minister the cash and walked away very satisfied. The wedding day arrives and the bride and the groom have moved to that part of the ceremony where the vows are exchanged. And when it comes time for the groom's vows, the minister looks, uh, the, minister looks the young man in the eye and says, Will you promise to bow yourself before her, obey her every command and wish, serve her breakfast in bed every morning of your life, and swear eternally before God and your lovely wife that you will not even look at another woman as long as you both shall live. The groom gulped. He looked around in a very tiny voice. He said, Yes. <laughs> yes. The groom leaned toward the minister and hissed, I thought we had a deal. The minister put the $100 into his hand and whispered back, She made me a much better offer. <laughs> I guess a minister can be bribed. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, this year's theme is all about the courage to dream, about the power of dreams and realizing dreams and understanding and achieving and manifesting dreams. This month, we're talking about the passionate dreams of youth where they think that anything and everything is possible. These are Laurie Dawkins' words. Who's not with us this morning. She's off. As I've thought about, because Lori sets this theme each and every September, and she assigns the lesson titles too. Interesting. As I thought about my incredible, Lori says, as I thought about my incredible, incredible childhood dreams and paired them with a musical phenomena, I thought of the Beatles. I was also reminded that they were our first feature for our September music series. So we're going back to the beginning. What a wonderful example to use for our childhood dreams as the Beatles. They, they were gathered together less than eight years, and John, Paul, George, and Ringo began transforming our culture, our dress, and our music. One thing to remember about the Beatles is there was no Beatles before the Beatles. No model for performers who wrote their own material instead of vocalizing others. No model for a band that could, both be, could be both popular and truly progressive, whose new releases weren't just products, but evolutionary leaps in what the form was capable of. Formed in Liverpool, England in 1960, the band John Lemon, Paul McCartney, George Harrison, and Ringo Starr didn't have big plans at first. In 1962, they were playing in places where you had to duck the beer bottles that were being thrown to them. But only six months later, Beatlemania was alive and well. By the mid-60s, they became ambassadors for culture, 
counterculture tack tackling subjects and drugs, subjects such as drugs, Eastern spirituality, the limits of consciousness. Nobody had bothered thinking in the mainstream before. Given the pressure and intensity that surrounded them, it's almost amazing they lasted as long as they did. They played their final show on the rooftop of a building they uh, called a multimedia company, Apple Corps, in January of 1969, ending with Lennon's favorite party. I like to say thank you on behalf of the group, and I hope that we have passed the audition. So what about the Beatles today? Their influence is still felt throughout the world. But John Lennon, as you might remember, was shot four times at close range on December the 8th in 1960 while entering his Manhattan, pardon me, 1980. <laughs> you know, you guys really keep me honest and I appreciate that. <laughs> While entering the Manhattan apartment building, and earlier that same day, he had given that killer an autograph. And then, of course, George Harrison died at the age of 58 on November the 29th, 2001, after battling oral cancer. Harrison was staying at a friend's house in Los Angeles and was able to be surrounded by his family and friends as he passed. And according to his wife, Olivia Harrison, he left this world as he lived in it, conscious of God, fearless of death, and at peace. And of course, still living and active is Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr. McCartney, he did a show in 2022. And since 2020, Sir Paul McCartney has released three albums published three books, gone on tour, and did, have done a Hulu's or original special with producer Rick Rubin. Fans were amazed by McCartney's performance during his 2022 Got Back Tour. During that tour, he toured 13 cities in the United States. Like his former bandmate, Ringo Starr also still tours to this day. Ringo Starr and his all-star band were touring through late 2022, but Starr was conf confirmed to have COVID on October the 3rd of 2022, and he had to cancel six of his October shows. When I did continue to do some research, I found out that he will be in Minneapolis on October the 1st of this year. So those of you that want to Go to Mystic Lake and see Paul McCartney, October the 1st. I Google the tickets, they're about $600. So Paul McCartney, <laughs> Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr were recently seen together at a premiere, and their fans just loved it. Well, on the 7th of February, 1964, the Beatles arrived at John F. Kennedy Airport in New York, greeted by greeting greeted by thousands of streaming, screaming fans. Can someone, do you remember when they arrived? Do you remember the footage? If you did, hold your hand up, please. Oh my God, I'm preaching to the choir. Okay, so. 
The Daily Mirror says, Beatlemania is crossing the Atlantic as the band was dubbed the Fab Four arrived to play their first concert in America. At 8 o'clock on February the 9th, 1964, America tuned into CBS, The Ed Sullivan Show. Who remembers that? Oh, The Ed Sullivan Show. I know some of you were just an idea in the mind of God, but just be patient with us to hold our hands up. But this night was different. 73 million people gathered in front of their TV sets to see the Beatles' first live performance on U.S. soil. In 1964, the population of America was 191 million. 36% of the total population gathered watching that, including me, including me and our family. We still had a black and white TV. They, for, they performed what we heard earlier, I Want to Hold Your Hand, the number one hit on the charts at that time. Beatlemania had hit America. Even my father watched that night. <laughs> of course, I love the Beatles. What's there not to love about them? I love the Beatles, right along with my sisters. I can remember my father saying, those boys need a haircut. <laughs> and not long after that, he was telling me and my twin brother the same, get a haircut. Because we too grew our hair like the Beatles. Everything changed. The hairstyles changed. The clothing changed. It spread throughout America even in that small town of 5,000 where I grew up, regardless of what the Baptist minister was saying on Sunday morning. <laughs> My next experience with the Beatles, John, Lil Lint Lint John Lemon of the Beatles was shot dead outside his Dakota house. That's 1 West 72nd Street, 72nd Street in New York on December the 8th, 1980. He was shot by Mark David Chapman, a Beatle fan, and he had disapproved of Lennon's lifestyle and remarks that he had made in 1966 in which he stated that the Beatles were more popular than Jesus. That didn't go over well. That did not go over well. Well, I was in New York that day and staying with a friend on the Upper West Side. I was in another profession, doing another job, and a long way from ministry. I remember us, my friend and I, trying to get close to the apartment building. And there were others, hundreds, trying to get close to this apartment building, the Dakota. And what happened, it was amazing to me. There was a sense of awe. There was a sense of silence. People just stood, just stood, many crying. That was an experience I, too, will not forget. So 
My assigned lesson title today is, All You Need Is Love. So there's a history behind that song. The Beatles were chosen by BBC to represent Great Britain in the first international satellite broadcast, which was scheduled for June the 22nd, 1967. The televised program called Our World was to connect five continents at once and was watched over 400 million viewers. They, they gave the song, All You Need Is Love. Everyone else, other countries, were showing knitting in Canada, Irish clog dances in Venezuela. And they said, well, we thought, well, we'll sing All We Need Is Love because it's, a, look at this, a subtle PR for God. Well, when I read the title, All You Need Is Love, I immediately thought to myself, really? Really? Question mark in my mind. For when it comes to long-lasting, loving relationships, is love all we need? We get that message when we grow up that we'll find that perfect partner. We'll instantly fall in love. The birds will sing, and everything will end in a blissful fairy tale ending. The fairy tales we are raised on never go past the moment the happy couple gets married. You know the part where they go into bankruptcy or someone has an affair or someone is depressed for years. They never show the real side of life and that challenge even the best of relationships. The idea that love is really all we need, I believe, especially in relationships, is a childhood fantasy. I believe in relationships with love, love is absolutely necessary. It is the foundation of a healthy relationship, a healthy relationship. But other things are needed as well. Love also needs love to survive and then some. It, so if love isn't all you need, there are other ingredients that I believe is important to make a relationship happy. Some of these I do quite well in my relationship. Others, not so good. Communication, compatibility, trust, respect. Without some essential elements, the flame of love will die. It starts with love, and it must be fueled with everything it needs to survive and thrive. So, as I thought about not only just relationships, but I thought about that song, All You Need Is Love, I thought about what does love mean? And everybody out here has a different definition of love, I can assure you. You know, I love Eddie, and I love, uh, I love, I love ice cream that I'm not having right now, okay? But it's two different things. Love is almost undefinable, just as God is almost undefinable. But Mr. Webster says it's a strong affection for another rising out of a kinship or personal ties. It's to cherish. It's a lover's passion. Jesus very clearly, Jesus, our teacher and our way shore, says, A new commandment I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. 
And then this morning, often we used it in the scripture in weddings, and I will not read the entire thing, but you might remember it's that love chapter, that love chapter, 1 Corinthians, the 13th chapter, 1 through 13. And it says, faith, hope, and love. But the greatest of these is love, love. Charles Fillmore, co-founder of our unity movement, says this about love. It's the pure essence of being that binds together the whole human family. I like to say it's the glue. It's the glue that holds us together. It's the glue that helps us to see our oneness with each other. He goes on to say, divine love is impersonal. It loves for the sake of loving. It is not concerned with what or who is it loves, nor with the return of love. And like the sun, its joy is in the shining forth of its nature. Love suffers long and is kind. Love envieth not. Love does not vaunteth itself. Love is not puffed up. Wow. So you may say, well, Reverend Pat, how can I love everybody? You can. I can too. And we work on it. We love everybody. We love everybody, and that type of love is an impersonal love. An impersonal love that Jesus, that Mr. Charles Fillmore talked about. We can love them, sometimes even from a distance. But as we love them, we see that Christ's presence within each and every person. Even with their unskilled behavior, we see the Christ presence. And we are aware that we're on this planet for our soul's expansion, right? And everything that comes into our life is for our soul to expand, to transform, to be at that next place. So yes, they are in our life for a reason. Emmett Fox, it makes no difference how deeply seated may be the trouble, how hopeless the outlook, how muddled the tangle, how great the mistake, a sufficient realization of love will dissolve it. If you could love enough, you would be the happiness and most powerful being in the world. And then I'm not necessarily, of course, a miracles person, but we have people that really follow that, and I, and I wanted to look and see what the Course in Miracles had to say about love. The Course in Miracles on 127, Lesson 127. Perhaps you think that different kinds of love are possible. Perhaps you think there's a kind of love for this and a kind of love for that. A way of loving one, another way of still another. Love is one. It has no separate parts and no degrees, no kinds nor levels. It is like itself unchanged throughout. It never alters for the person or a circumstance. It is the heart of God and also his son. So when I say that love is another name for God, I can understand that it's never altered. It's never changed. For God is changeless. We are the ones that change. We are the ones that align ourselves with that. Psychology Today said, all you need is love. In their song, the Beatles were referring to the importance of love and compassion in our lives. To empathize with the suffering and misfortune of others, we need to feel 
and what they're going through. The Beatles absolutely were right about this. And during these un uncertain times, this concept is more important than ever. Love, love, love. That's what we're called to do. We are called to love just as the sun shines. We are called to love and to send that love out and to create that place where others can feel that love. And guess what? We do that regardless of what's going on in our life. We do that not even expecting the return to love. And guess what? It does return. For those things that we put out, they come back to us. Love is a cosmic force. It's a spiritual gift. A lot of information this morning. A little bit about the Beatles, a little bit about love. So if I was to give you an assignment this morning, something that I believe is practical, that we could put into use immediately, it would be to slow down. To slow down and to become aware of each and every person around you. It's so easy to love the people sitting in these pews next to you, and it's a wonderful place to practice this love. But we get to carry it out into the world. We get to carry it out into the, the world and be, as Mr. Butterworth would say, that uh, radiating center of love. So your assignment this week is love, love, love. All I need is love. And so it is. Amen.
says wherever you are on your spiritual journey you're welcome here and what do I always say we are blessed we are blessed wow you guys are good <laughs> you're good and um, I will apologize up front to any of you who could not hear the meditation somebody in the back didn't tell me to do this but evidently my voice got quiet and I've been accused of not being heard sometimes Sorry, <laughs> but you know what? Meditation is a time for quiet. <laughs> there you go. Wow, what an amazing, amazing. Thank you, Reverend Pat. I also was in New York. Yeah. I was also in New York on that day. Lived across the street from the Dakota. Um, it was something else, let me tell you. And now it is our time to feel the blessing and the flow. It is our time to return the abundance from which we have been given. It's our time to share our gifts. I'm gonna ask the ushers to come down. It's our time to give back, give to Unity Minneapolis. There are a number of ways for us to share of our monetary blessings. Um, the, office, the offering baskets will be passed Online, for those of you who are coming in live streaming, there is a, you can go to unityminneapolis.org slash donate. Um, there are QR codes everywhere that you can use with your phone to give. Obviously, there are envelopes in the, in the pews in front of you. Put a check in the mail. Um, Venmo, PayPal, you know these things. But all of them are so that we can, in fact, maintain that flow. The flow of giving and receiving and feeling our own blessings as we do. So I ask you now to say with me our offertory prayer as we hold that in our hand, that which we are giving, whether it's an image or it is the physical thing, let us hold it and say together, divine love flowing through me blesses and multiplies all that I give, all that I receive, and all that I am.
So let us take a moment as we bless these gifts. We give thanks for all the gifts that's been received in the mail this week. Thanks for those participating in our consistent giving program, our unexpected income program. Thanks for those gifts that come in the mail. We're just grateful, grateful for all of this, reminding ourselves that God is truly the source of all good in our life. And we say together, thank you, God. Together, thank you, God. And so it is. Amen. Our Unity Prayer Chaplains, I invite you to please stand. These individuals arrived early. They held sacred space in the sanctuary. They're here to hold that sacred space with you, to listen with the ears of their heart, to pray aloud with you, and then to hold what they have heard in the strictest of confidence. So this morning, if you have a prayer request, by all means, seek out a Unity Prayer Chaplain. Thank you for your service, and you may be seated. Next Sunday is Picnic Sunday. The church provides the food. This is the perfect time to invite a friend or a family. Invite a friend or a family to church. That would be absolutely great. It's also, I think Lori called it, it's our Hippie Sunday as well. So go back, think back how you were dressing in the 60s, those of you that were alive, you know, and come and let's have a good time together dressed in our outfits. Hippie, hippie, hippie Sunday. Also, I want to invite those to my Spiritual Keys of Aging Well class. It's on Thursday mornings at 1030. It's just not for those that are over 55 plus. It's also for those that are, would like to come and get some wisdom from those in our congregation that are aging and aging well. Don't forget, t tomorrow is Circulation Day, but you are so blessed. You get to shop before you leave today. Everything is absolutely free. For goodness sakes, take it with you, okay? <laughs> For goodness sakes, take it with you. Also, our beloved John Southam, he gave me permission to share this. John went into the hospital this past week, and, uh, but guess what? He's doing great. They did some corrective surgery. I spoke to him. He's sounding strong, and he even hopes to be, you know, John, he even hopes to be back this week. Would you continue to hold John in your thoughts and prayers, our beloved John? And also this morning, I want to thank, oh, I want to thank all the wonderful volunteers that make Sunday morning happen. Let's appreciate them, okay? <laughs> now it's time for us to bring our children in. Let's stand and let's clap them in.
a great time in youth and family ministry. We are very blessed to have two special guests today. We have Natalie, who led the kids in animal yoga. And we had David, who led the kids in creating leaves to go on the Unity Family Tree. So we invite everybody to stop up over the month of September. Starting next week, we're going to get your picture taken, and we're going to see visually what our community really does look like. So we hope you'll join us for that. Um, speaking of next week, we have the picnic coming up. You've probably been hearing about it. And we have lots of opportunities to help make these guys have an awesome yes. time. So if you want to come and help, I have hour-long shifts all um, for lots of different games. And then the following Sunday, we're going to have a youth and family open house. So it's just youth and fa family ministry all September long. And we hope you'll come and check it out. Unitines are having a lock-in on the 15th, so make sure to RSVP for that, families. I'll stop there. <laughs> We are alive and awake and alert, aren't we? We really are. Thank you. Let's appreciate these wonderful volunteers, okay? We're going to talk about strawberry fields next week. Come and be a part of that. So let us know together our prayer for protection and our peace song, and be sure to speak to at least three people you do not know before you leave the sanctuary. It can change your life. So let us know together our prayer for protection. Together we know that the light of God surrounds us. I am light. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am presence. The presence of God watches over us. I am presence. Wherever we are, I am divine and all is well. No. 